Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. According to a U.S. News and World Report article, about 80% of people fail to keep their resolutions. For whatever reason, most of us just can't stick to the goals we set at the start of the year. So what can you do to set realistic goals for yourself and actually make progress on them in 2020? Find out right now on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. I'm happy to be here today alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, this is kind of a special edition on our show today as we talk about New Year's resolutions. So let me ask you, and I'll put you on the spot here a little bit, what's on your list of resolutions? Anything fun or interesting you're hoping to accomplish in 2020? Wow, that is putting me on the spot. Now, I have to say, if I'm going to buy myself a little time, Jen, and I think 80% of people failing at their resolutions, that's, that actually sounds lower than I would have expected. Oh, really? Don't you think? I mean, I guess, do, you think, yeah. do you think one in five people you know is like marching around like, ah, I nailed my New Year's resolutions this year. <laughs> no. Like, there's no way. Oh, man, you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> so I will say, I know I kind of caught you with a curveball uh, in maybe, maybe this was a conversation a year ago. I don't remember how long ago it was when I um, gave you my admission of my my secret hobby of weightlifting <laughs> and yep. I had told you about doing a competition mm-hmm. and so I've uh, really enjoyed that the last couple of years and so it's been fun kind of setting um, New Year's goals of kind of high, you know higher lifts and things like that and so I think I'm I, I have I'm still dabbling with kind of what I'm going to do for this year I think I might try to without using steroids or something <laughs> like that there's only so far you can go with yeah. that right? and don't do that by the way I, I'm leaning don't towards do not doing Okay, that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if hair loss is a side effect of that, but I, I can't afford it, you know. Uh, but um, so that's one I, I will hopefully maintain for a long time. But I think actually, ironically, when you're going for weightlifting resolutions and trying to lift more weight, what ends up also happening is you end up putting on a little bit of weight. Mm-hmm. So I yep. think what I might do is I've got some friends who have lured me into a mud run um, in April. Uh, and I would like to, it's a six mile run, which mm-hmm. is a long way for me. So I think I would like to actually have a um, resolution of reducing my waistline by okay. that time that run happens. So that is a long, laborious way of getting to my New Year's resolution. So, uh, so I'm very curious to hear about you. Oh, well, uh, mine is I have done quite a few 5Ks with my kids, and I've done a couple of 10Ks, one by accident. I thought it was a fun run, and then as we got into it, I learned the distance, and I said, well, this isn't fun. Why are we calling this a fun run? It's a 10K. (laughs) But um, for me, I've never done a half marathon, so it's a half for me. That's a big step. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's one of those things where I run pretty regularly. Regularly, I've I've got done up to about ten miles, so I think it's achievable. But I've I've never actually done a, an official race like that. That's a that's a half. So that's exciting. Do you have one picked out? I'm I'm researching right now for when I think I can realistically be ready. <laughs> but I'm hoping I, I think there's one uh, in the spring that I'll be that I'll be planning on. So I think late April is probably when it'll be. So we'll awesome. see. I've said it out loud. Okay, I've declared well, it. And one comment I will quickly make on that, I have always thought that the expression fun run is always false advertising. <laughs> so that's just me. That's, that's just me. That's true. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're never fun. But you know, it's funny that we talk about our resolutions and they deal with physical fitness and exercise. And that's that's a pretty common resolution, I think, for a lot of people. 
And, you know, Pat, we talked about that that percentage, 80% of people failing to keep their resolutions. There's a social network for athletes, and they track when people are training and, you know, entering in their, their tracking. And when you look at the beginning of 2019, they said January 12th of 2019 was when people started to fail those physical fitness resolutions. Wow. That's when they stopped tracking less than two weeks <laughs> into the new year. So it, it's hard to to commit to this and to keep it going. Do you see similar struggles with people who set some sort of financial goal? Well, Jen, I will say I, I imagine that overall that Americans would have that same problem with financial goals. Um, but I will say that I don't see that for our clients mm -hmm. um, because of the fact that I think when someone hires us, they're at a point in their life where they're saying, okay, this is a priority to me. And so a lot of our clients, um, you know, if they're setting financial goals, you know, it's top of mind. And of course, we talk all the time about the value of just the plan itself. So by building that plan, you're kind of setting yourself up for success um, because you now know what your goals are and how to actually implement those. Now, does everyone do it perfectly? Of course not. But I think as long as you're taking steps in the right direction, that's a huge advantage. So what kind of financial goals should we think about, especially, Pat, if we're getting close to retirement? Well, I love that question, Jen, because I always say that um, before you get into, you know, discussion of strategies or techniques or anything that we all love talking about, mm -hmm. you have to back it up to what, what are you trying to accomplish? Mm -hmm. So um, I think there are a number of things that are that come up for our clients. You know, when you think of someone really in the last few years before retirement, of course, sometimes it's saving more money. Uh, but actually, we, we have a lot of clients where it's other things. Um, a lot of clients come to us because they want to diversify as they get close to retirement and and they've got maybe everything in stocks and bonds, and they're trying to kind of start shifting towards more of a retirement um, allocation. Um, certainly paying off debt is a big one. A mm -hmm. lot of clients have a goal to, uh, maybe it's their house, or maybe it's a second mortgage they want to have knocked out before retirement. The other one that I thought of is completing projects. Uh, we have mm -hmm. a lot of clients that maybe they're at their peak earning years right before retirement, and they're trying to knock out like a kitchen remodel or some, you know, a big expensive thing before okay. their income goes down in retirement. So those are all really smart things. And of course, they don't all fit for everybody. But that comes back to figuring out what is the timeline for your retirement? And you know, where are you at financially trying to get there? And what are the things that you need to accomplish to be able to have that retirement that you've dreamed of? And, um, you know, that's not rocket science. But man, we found it helps a lot when you have a focused meeting, and you're talking with someone who has done this time and again with people and kind of help you with that brainstorming. So if that meeting would be of value to you, give us a call now at 803 nine retire we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started that number again is 803 retire if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement call now at 803 retire and if you're looking at your phone right now those numbers are 803-973-8473 that's 803-973 8473 talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and he's the author of the best-selling book Save Your Retirement. Pat, I like this conversation uh, talking about setting goals for ourselves, especially setting long-term goals for ourselves. Talk a little bit about how you get this started with someone. You you actually start your process by outlining someone's goals for retirement. Talk about how that conversation goes. Yeah, and, and we really want to start there, Jen, because um, that's that's the most important part. We need to figure out what you're trying to accomplish. And I always I love the analogy of comparing different financial tools to different w modes of transportation. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love to use the example of um, if I need to go to my next door neighbor's house, I could walk, I could ride my bicycle, or I could drive my car. Probably driving my car is probably unnecessary. Right. I, I don't live out on a farm or anything. It's you know literally <laughs> 30 feet away. Yeah. Um, if I'm taking my wife downtown for a date, that's you know maybe a 25-minute drive. Um, I could walk. Um, she would be really unhappy with me, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then uh, if I'm going across the country to see my good uh, old college friend who lives in Southern California, we could drive, but it would take a few days. We could walk. I can't imagine how long that would take, mm. but we would probably fly. And now none of those cases am I saying flying, driving, or walking is quote unquote the best type of transportation, but it's what, it's all about what we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So before talking about any nuts and bolts of anything, we just want to know what we're trying to accomplish. And uh, a lot of times it's just a really fun conversation. Um, sometimes we run into a challenge, Jen, if there's a married couple and um, that has not been discussed very much. And so you can imagine how challenging it might be if, if let's say someone's been married for 30 plus years and you say, what do you want to do in retirement? Someone says, oh, I want to sell the house and buy an RV and drive around the country. And the other one says, not in a million years. Right? That would be a stress. That could be a stressful conversation. Yeah. Uh, and it's an extreme example, but there are situations where it can be incredibly valuable to have another person to listen and have those conversations because you don't want you don't want to put in notice for retirement and then turn to your spouse and think you're on the same page and be somewhere totally different. So mm-hmm. we think there's a tremendous value in that conversation. Yeah, I think that is an important conversation to have. Talk a little bit about why it's important to start with those types of conversations and start building our retirement around our goals rather than trying to build our retirement and just see what we can fit in based on what we've saved. Well, I think that that's really all about building it for you. And, you know, a lot of times if I'm speaking to a group and someone asks an example and let's say we throw out, okay, let's say you want to spend and we pick it, it doesn't matter what number I pick. Let's say it's $7,000 a month that you want to spend in retirement. Uh, Well, there's going to be a range of people in the room that are expecting to, to spend way more or way less than that. And there's, mm-hmm. there's no judgment about that. You know, we have clients that spend very little in retirement because they're content for a simple lifestyle. We have clients that spend a many multiples of that, and that doesn't make them bad people. It's just, you know, they have a different lifestyle. They have different goals. They have different things they want to do. And that's part of the fun for us, Jen, is because everyone is different, right? Um, Some clients are excited and they've waited their whole lives to travel the world and they want to go to Europe and all these places. We have other clients where they've had business travel their whole life and they're so excited just to not travel. (laughs) So um, that's that's kind of the variety being the spice of life. So, And the other point I'll make here is rather than getting worked up over a number and thinking like, oh, I need to have a million dollars saved or whatever arbitrary number there is, that doesn't matter. What matters is what do you actually looking to do in retirement and then what's it going to take to get there and that's the part of our process that's exciting and fun is to help you figure out do you have enough will your money last and can we help you figure out when that time is that you can retire those are the types of things we're going to start looking at uh, when you take advantage of that five-step retirement review to get started all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement there's absolutely no cost and no obligation to get started it's 803-9-RETIRE just mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show to get on our schedules with one of the spots we save for listeners of our show at 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to look at the numbers as you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473. Resolutions is what we're talking about today. Most of us make them and most of us break them. So what can we do to actually keep those resolutions in 2020? We'll talk about that coming up next. You define your future. You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win. But there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialist have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call Preservation Specialists at 803-9-RETIRE. Choose to be prepared. 803-9-RETIRE. Rembeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment Advisory Services off of Kalos Capital Inc. Thanks for joining 
joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here today alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. This is our New Year's resolutions edition of the show today. The hard truth is most of us will fail at those resolutions because we set too many goals and we set the bar too high. And Pat, I noticed both of us when we shared our resolutions earlier, it was basically one thing that we were hoping to accomplish. So we did a good job there keeping it simple. How can we simplify our list of goals and and even financial goals so we're more likely to have success? Well, this one this one's tough for me, Jen, because I am uh, I'm an inf- information gatherer. I love new ideas and I love going to conferences and learning mm-hmm. all kinds of things. And I always come back with dozens of pages of stuff and then every guru or success guru says pick the top three things or the top one thing and focus on it right mm. but that's that's reality that's life we all have so much going on in our lives you can't have 27 new year's resolutions right. it's still like there's just no way that's going to happen so uh it really is all about um you know what we touched on a little bit last time is really prioritizing and what's really important to you and that's part of the fun of how you know we aren't general financial people we are retirement planners and that's what we specialize in and the the vast majority of people come to us because they're thinking, okay, I want to figure, I want to get really serious about my retirement and have a plan and know what's going on. And so we've kind of, just by that point, we've kind of hit on the number one priority. And then it's kind of drilling down into that and figuring out, okay, what's most important to you? Is it the income in retirement? Is it how quickly you retire, you know, in, in talking through your, your dreams and your concerns and things like that? And that's how we can kind of make a prioritized list that, that is a workable sized list. And talk a little bit about making sure that the items on the list are also realistic. I I shared with you earlier, if my resolution is to run a half marathon, I'm already running some. It is realistic for me to get there based on what I'm currently doing. How can we make sure that we're realistic with our financial goals so we, again, aren't setting ourselves up for failure? Yeah, it's it's really important, Jen, and I would argue that it's it's on both sides of the table. It's really important for our clients to be uh, realistic. It's also important for your advisor to be realistic. You don't want to be hmm. basing your retirement on someone assuming you're going to make 10% a year in your investments or something like that oh, because yeah. you know uh, it's been proven that that's just not reality. I will say, Jen, I'm really pleased that our clients typically are very reasonable in most areas, especially when I think about when they're thinking of lifestyle. And, and, you know, if we open up with a question of what do you want your retirement to look like? I don't ever have anyone say, oh, I want to wake up in the morning and, and you know, jet jet off to Paris for lunch and then fly back home. or You know what I mean? Like something, <laughs> something, something you a know, little out there. Lifestyles, the rich and famous. Yeah, right. most people are. They have an idea of, of you know, realism. Now, the one area that I, I kind of joked about a moment ago, but um, is important is being realistic about what your money can do for you. So um, understanding, you know, the different types of tools that are used in, in creating your income in retirement and being realistic with that and understanding that, um, you know, a 10% a year uh, rate of return on an investment is highly unlikely um, and making sure that you have proper expectations for what your money is going to do and ultimately how it's going to help you accomplish your goals. And Pat, as we talk about some of the the, the goals that we might have, words like diet and budget, they're tossed around a lot this time of year. People are always thinking about dieting and budgeting, but those words are negative. They seem restrictive. They they just aren't a lot of fun. How do you put a positive spin on some of those concepts like budget? Oh, Jen, you know how much I love this question, right? <laughs> I thought you might like that. <laughs> yes. So um, I don't like the word budget because I do think it's negative. So I would put to anyone, imagine someone says, what's your budget going to be when you're not working? And think of that, how negative that is. And now imagine thinking of it this way. If someone asks you, what is it you want to do when you retire? And then after you think about that and you explain what that is, and then they follow up with, well, what will that cost? Hmm. 
Isn't that the same thing? It's still trying to figure out how much money it's going to take to be able to do the things that you want to do. But it's just a very, I think, a very powerful way that we can turn that. Um, and I think maybe that helps our clients accomplish more of their goals, Jen, because rather than being seen as a limiting you know, factor of, well, you can only spend X number of dollars. I always think of you know, like a kid's allowance or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, it, rather than that, it's let's, let's look at all the things we can accomplish. And that's a much more enjoyable way to do the planning uh, we always say Jen, when we when we bring on a new client we're hoping that that's going to be you know many decades of work together and I, we always say you know we want you know when you look at your calendar you see you coming to our office we don't want you to be thinking oh no i got to go in to see preservation specialists you know and talk about mm-hmm. my finances we want you to be excited and on the flip of the coin we want to be the same way we want to be excited that you're coming in too so that's the goal of uh, the type of planning that we do is for it to be exciting for it to be goal oriented and helping you get to ultimately where you want to be and of course all of that is about having a one-on-one relationship with your retirement planner and going through that process of understanding your goals and the different areas that are going to affect it. And we call that our five-step retirement review. That's the first step towards building a custom-built retirement plan. If you haven't had a review like that, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. To get started, the number is 803-9-RETIRE. Just mention the Save Your Retirement radio show to take advantage of one of the spots on our schedule at 803-9-RETIRE. And when you're looking at your phone and you just want to punch those numbers in, 803-973-8473. If that helps you out, that's 803-973-8473. We're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Today we're talking about how we can be realistic with our financial goals and actually achieve some things this year instead of setting these short-term goals that we just can't achieve. So, Pat, how can we prevent outside factors from interfering with our goals? Things like market volatility or, or tax policy. How do we keep those things from just throwing a wrench in the works? Yeah, you know, one of the simplest ideas I learned years ago is there's really, when there's a risk, there's really only a couple things you can do to try to protect yourself. One is you can try to reduce the risk, and the other one is you can try to avoid it. So take uh, market volatility. One way you can reduce the risk is by diversification. So rather than having all your money in the stock market, you can have stocks, you can have bonds, you can have real estate, you can have, you know, CDs or annuities. There's various different things that you can do. And then a way to avoid market volatility is to actually remove all of your money from investments and put it into something safe. Um, Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting either one of those is the right choice, but I'm just explaining in very broad examples uh, how that looks. And taxes is very much the same way. And I'm glad you brought that up because one of the huge unknowns that we have uh, if someone's approaching retirement right now is what are tax rates going to be in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Almost every expert believes that if tax rates change, they're going up. They're certainly not going to go down. Well, that's information that is important to us, and we need to make sure we're planning for that. So how do we reduce that risk of taxes rising in the future, and are there ways to avoid it? And you know that has to do with planning on 401ks and IRAs and things like that. So there's a lot of things that can be done proactively if you're working with a, a planner to help you build a plan for the rest of your retirement. Pat, let's talk a little bit about how our investment goals might need to change as we get closer to retirement and we're worried about volatility. How might we be tweaking our investment goals and our investment strategy? Well, I believe, Jen, that this is a critical component to a retirement plan. And the reason is a couple of things. First of all, there is no such thing as a perfect investment. Hmm. We all know that. You know, nothing's going to have a high return and be completely safe and give you total access to your money. There's just nothing out there that does that. So because of that, we need to diversify. And then the next thing that matters is what we've talked about on the show already is what are you trying to accomplish? So if someone is listening to this and they're 28 years old and they just started in their first 401k, you've got 30 plus years uh, before you should ever even touch that money. That's a completely different circumstance than someone that's listening to this has 30 days before retirement, Mm -hmm. right? That's a night and day situation. So you need to be thinking of it differently. And um, it's one of the things that we've done a lot of research on and we've learned more and more about is just what the risks are for retirees. And 
one of the most powerful visuals I've ever seen is a study that looked at someone that had a stock and bond portfolio, and they tried to give you a visualization of if the market crashed, at what stage in your life would it be most dangerous to you? And the, the graph, it literally just looks like a like a mountain peak, and it mm. centers right around the day you retire. And so the very day you retire is the time you are at the most risk, which makes sense, because if you're 28 and starting your 401k and the market crashes, well, maybe you got 20 bucks in there, so who cares, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you are 95 and going to pass away in six months and the market crashes, well, that's not going to cause you to run out of money in retirement. The The biggest risk is at the very beginning of your retirement. So um, we just believe that, you know, we always say hope is not a strategy. Uh, we can't hope for averages and think that, well, if that happens, then everything's okay. We want to make absolutely sure we've got a plan to make sure you never run out of money in retirement. Pat, talk a little bit about how you help people make the transition when when they go from their working years into retirement and all the things that change financially. Talk about how your process helps people make that transition. Well, we have some clients, Jen, that hire us during that transition. Um, Of course, we do have some clients that hire us when they're already retired. Uh, But a lot of clients hire us maybe a year, two, three, or, or more years before retirement. And what's cool about that is it's almost like two major phases of our relationship. We have the initial phase where we're creating the right uh, retirement plan and kind of the initial steps. And then they notify us when retirement's happening. We just so happen to have a number of them that are retiring right now, uh, which is really exciting. So that allows us to um, kind of already have a plan in place. And all we need to do then is just implement everything. And, And I always say, Jen, that is the time when I get the most excited because we just see people have kind of that stress fall off of their back because they've got someone who's done this before, who knows what to do in the different steps. And it's just incredibly powerful. And we just hope it's life-changing for our clients, and that's the goal that we bring into that process. Um, So if you don't have someone like that on your side, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here today alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. Retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And on the show today, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. You think about the start of the year, good luck finding an open treadmill at the gym those first couple weeks of January. <laughs> January. But you get to February and you can get on whatever machine you want because the momentum just doesn't last for a lot of people. It's easy to feel energized at the start of a new year. The hard part is keeping that momentum going. And and that's something that I think is important, Pat. What can we do to keep ourselves on track with our financial goals over the long term and looking at these as long term goals instead of something that we can just stop doing pretty quickly. Well, I have the most boring answer in the world, Jen, and that is, (laughs) and you're like, when is that different from the other answer, right? Um, But the answer is to have a plan and to review it periodically. Um, And if you're not uh, someone who wants to hire a retirement planner or you're not ready for that yet, um, you can still do that yourself, right? You can still think about Mm -hmm. what you want to do and and what the priorities are, and then you can review it every so often. And that's important for everybody. And uh, of, of course, I would certainly say that it's uh, incredibly powerful to get started when you're young, it's certainly going to become more and more important and pressing as you get closer to retirement. So um, our clients that are five or 10 years away from retirement, uh, we want to get that plan in place. And we still want to be talking with them and updating with them, at least on an annual basis. Uh, Certainly, if there are major changes going on to the economy or their investments or their lives, it might be more often than that. But uh, if things are kind of steady as she goes, then uh, annual is a great way to do that. And just make sure, you know, kind of update and see where you're at on that plan and see if things have changed or if things are continuing on as you had hoped. Tell me a little bit more about what goes into those reviews when you go back and you look at this. How do you help someone measure how they've done, what their progress is toward those goals? 
Well, this is an interesting one to me, Jen, because I would say 99 times out of 100, uh, when someone hires us, they've never had a written retirement income plan before. Mm -hmm. And we're just talking about, you know, a document that talks about, has an estimated idea of, okay, when do you want to retire? Um, how much is it going to take to do the things that you want to do? And then where's that money going to come from? How are we going to create that? And of course, if you're, you know, 20 plus years from retirement, there's a lot of what ifs in there, but we can still create it, right? And then if you're, as you get closer and closer, then we, we have more known pieces of that. And if we're reviewing that, let's say someone hires us in their five years from retirement. Well, when they come in a year later for a review, maybe things have changed significantly. Maybe not. Maybe we're just kind of right, right on track. But one of the things that I have found, Jen, that could be incredibly valuable is we all want to be aware of the rate of return on your investments and make sure your money's working for you. But we need to make sure we're not uh, getting overwhelmed by that because the goal is not to just get the highest return every year. The goal is to get a step closer to your goals. And so that's where we always want to make sure we help our clients keep the eye on the prize. And because ultimately, you know, let's say you've diversified into 10 investments. Well, you're going to have some that are the best performers and some that are the worst performers. That's okay. You know, Uh, but what we want to do is, and I'm not saying it's okay to just have investments that are doing a poor job, um, but we don't want to dwell on that. What we want to do is look at the whole thing at, at one time and make sure all of it is driving towards accomplishing your goals because ultimately that's what matters. Pat, tell me a little bit about your role as almost an, an accountability partner for your clients. That can be helpful when you're trying to work toward any type of goals and really rather than dictating towards someone what to do, you kind of act as their accountability partner, don't you? It's definitely the case, Jen. And I, I, a perfect analogy, going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show, is uh, for uh, a couple of years, I had an online weightlifting coach. And mm-hmm. so he would program what to do for me. I would record all of my lifts and then I would submit them and he would give me feedback and then kind of build the plan from there. Mm-hmm. And um, after a while, um, you know, I decided to save the money and I'm working in another kind of group process online and there's just a lot less feedback to it. And I've noticed this year that it works fine, but it really is amazing when you have somebody you know you're going to be reporting back to. Mm. And I, I think of myself as a very motivated person. And I, I actually had to catch myself and think and realize, oh my gosh, that makes such a big difference. <laughs> um, so yeah, having someone you're hiring, you're hiring us to work for you. And yet, um, it absolutely is accountability for you. And we often joke with our clients at the end of a review meeting, there's usually a handful of things that need to be done. Some meetings, it's everything's on my plate uh, or my team's plate of what to do. But sometimes there's things that they need to do and, you know, get us updates on their insurance policies or investments or something like that. And so there's homework uh, usually on both sides. The other thing that I'll say about that, Jen, is there, I know there's probably a much more constructive way to say this, but sometimes we're kind of, our job is just to nag you. And <laughs> a, a great example of that is with your estate documents, you know, mm. a will or a trust or a power of attorney. There's nobody who is excited about do, getting those types of documents done. Right. And the by far and away, the most common thing I see is, let's say someone comes in to our office and they're in their early 60s and they're a few years from retirement and we talk about all the different areas and we ask about that. They often say, oh, yeah, we had a will done when our first kid was born 30 years ago or whatever. Mm. And they say, yeah, we really need to get that updated. And then, you know, we go through our second meeting, third and fourth, and they say, yeah, yeah, we know we need to get that done. We know we need to get that done. And I say, well, it's my job just to keep poking you and saying, okay, we got to get it done. So it is accountability. It's kind of nudging you and making sure you get done what needs to get done. And of course, there's value there. And it just Mm -hmm. depends on your needs as you're getting close to retirement. And that's an example of why we talk about the five areas of retirement. Everyone loves talking about your retirement income and talking about investments and saving taxes. But what about your insurance plan? What about your estate plan and your legal documents? Let's make sure your entire financial picture is in place and it's cohesive and it works together. Wouldn't that give you a tremendous amount of peace of mind to have all that done? The first step is to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We like to, for our clients, build a custom-built retirement plan. And the first step to a plan like that is what we call our five-step retirement review, which you can get started at 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. So call now at 803-9-RETIRE. And as you're looking at your phone, if you just want to punch it in, 803-973-8473. Once again, that number is 
973-873-8473. We're talking today about how we can set ourselves up for success rather than failure based on how we structure our goals in the new year. But Pat, part of the problem as we think about setting up our goals and doing planning in the long run, there are things in life that can throw us a curveball. What if we have to retire earlier than we'd planned to care for a loved one or our parents or our spouse? Or or what if our own health doesn't allow us to continue to work? How do we plan for things like that? Well, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities that could happen there, Jen. And yeah. I think that um, we've had it would be really interesting for us to actually survey our clients and ask them what was the number one reason uh, why they hired us. I know I have clients, um, for example, in a couple examples I think fit into that, people that are planning for the future. Uh, I've got a client I'm working with right now, and um, the husband is about 10 years older than his wife, and he handles all the finances. And, you know, when we first started, he was just kind of talking about, you know, regular income and investments. But then when he opened up to me, he said, yeah, I really want to make sure she's got someone she can trust if something happens to me. So that was the bigger reason, I think, for him. Um, the other one that came to mind is uh, we've had a number of clients that have come to us because some of these things have happened, you know, healthcare scares, or I'm thinking of a client uh, from about uh, two years ago that had a health situation where he could no longer work. So his first question when he came in is, can I not work anymore. Um, we've had people that have been downsized, and so they hire us, and that's one of the questions too. And of course, we don't know the answer yet, so that's part of the analysis and helping them figure that out. And sometimes there's a choice that they have to make. You know, do you want to uh, be able to not have to, you know, dig back into searching for work at you know whatever age you're at, and maybe live on a lower income than you wanted, or do you want to go back and find something for a few more years and then have more that you can you can do in retirement? So it allows everyone to kind of build it the way they want to build it. Um, but there, there's absolutely ways to plan for those types of what ifs. And the main thing that you really want to do is you want to consult someone and get feedback on where you stand. So you're not just worrying about it in your own head, mm -hmm. that you're able to talk through it and get objective ideas. Well, and Pat, I think the reality is there are some aspects of retirement that can be a little bit isolating. It, perhaps you do have to act as a caregiver or, or maybe just retiring under normal circumstances. How important is it to stay connected to others when you are leaving your job and the social connections there and, and just the, the being around people on a regular basis? Once that stops, how do you deal with that? It's such an important topic, Jen. And, and I will say, I think you've known me for a number of years now. I tend to be, my brain tends to fall to the numbers side and kind of crunching numbers and figuring out the math. And mm -hmm. now that I've done this for over 23 years, I, I understand this so well. I've gotten to know so many people and seen them through their retirement transition. And if I were to simplify it, it's all about just, we all need purpose in our lives and our work often is a big part of that. So when you retire, where do you find that? And a lot of that is, as you mentioned, is through your social network. So um, what are you doing? Do you have family that you can spend time with? Do you have church or charity that you can be involved in or donate time to? Uh, what type of social uh, aspects do you have? One example is exercise and working out. Um, are there, you know, friendships that can be made there? And then uh, another is hobbies, um, you know, various types of things like golfing or cards or whatever it is that you enjoy doing. And are there ways you can do that in, in a social aspect? And of course, obviously, that's going to be very different for every person, for every family, for every couple. Um, but figuring that out, and of course, you're not supposed to have that all figured out on the day you give your notice. That's okay. something that's you know, it's developing for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just important to be thinking about it because um, ultimately we don't want you to retire to not work and to be unhappy. We want you to feel fulfilled and truly living the retirement of your dreams. Yeah. How important is it for people to feel fulfilled and to have a sense of purpose once they stop doing whatever it was during their day job? Well, this has been maybe the most fascinating thing for me to observe, Jen, is how different that is for so many of our clients. Um, for some people, their job is literally just a job and they retire and their sense of purpose has not changed because their job had nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas for other people, um, their job was a massive sense of purpose and they, you know, maybe they had risen up the ranks and management. A lot of people looked up to them and, and needed their leadership. And now you leave and you lose that. And there's a, there's a big loss of, of sense of self and of purpose. So where do you, where do you go find that? I think that's a really big question to 
ask. Maybe you can figure that out ahead of time, but sometimes you don't realize it until you're already there. Um, one example, uh, and this is just one, I think, uh, way of looking at it is uh, we have lots of clients that retire and never work again. Uh, we have a lot of clients that reach a point of what we would call financial independence where they don't have to work, but they still choose to work full time. And then we have a lot of clients that find a middle ground. So maybe they retire and then they find a way to do part-time work, uh, whether it's still in the same industry and they're doing contract work or something like that, or maybe they just go do something else and they go work, you know, at the golf course or at a store or something just to be active. And again, like you said, to socialize and things like that. And, and I'm glad we're talking about it because it's not the nuts and bolts and the, you know, the number crunching and things like that, but it's real life. And ultimately what we want is we want our clients to have low stress, low fear of worrying about running out of money, but also being fulfilled and enjoying themselves. That's what our job, that's what we love to do. And that's what it's all about. If any of that discussion is of interest of talking further with us, we offer a five-step retirement review. Call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. It's available at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll get some final insights from Pat after this. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. The website is retirewithpat.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Today, we've been talking about how we can set goals and resolutions that we can actually achieve. And, you know, if increasing or improving your physical fitness is your resolution for 20 2020, there's no shortage of trainers and dietitians or, or apps or online programs that can help you. But if improving your financial fitness is your goal, Pat, it, it, do we have a, a struggle here trying to find some help? What are some of the different types of financial professionals and what do they focus on? Yeah, Jen, I, this is one of those things where I just think it's a it's a massive problem because there are literally hundreds of thousands of people that that fall into the world of what we would call financial professionals, and there is no industry standard. So you can see people call themselves financial advisor, financial consultant, financial planner, and there's very little to their background or to the services they provide that actually back that up. And that, and certainly there are people with that use those titles that do exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. But the, the challenge for you as the consumer is is there is no consistency behind it. And one of the problems that we believe firmly is that um, there are kind of the three worlds of financial advice. Um, the biggest world and the one that's probably been the most longstanding is the Wall Street world. And so that would be a brokerage firm that is basically using stocks and bonds and cash and variations of those like mutual funds or managed accounts. Um, and that is going to be their philosophy that that is the right way to do it. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with those tools necessarily. And then you also have the insurance world. And so that's going to be a professional that believes that life insurance and annuities are the right tools to use. And again, there's nothing wrong with those tools. But then the third world is the bank side. So the bank world is going to look at um, savings and checking and CDs and variations of those. And there's a place for those as well. But the problem is that m- many, many financial professionals only focus on one of those areas. So when I, when I created Preservation Specialists, my goal was that we wanted to not necessarily think that one of those areas is good or bad, but have all of those open to us. And we firmly believe that if you're going to have the most optimal plan for you, that we need to at least be open to consider all of those possible opportunities. And maybe you don't need all of them, or maybe there's a big chunk of them you don't need, um, but there's a good chance that there's going to be something from more than one of those worlds that can benefit you. So that's one philosophy that we have. Uh, Finding someone that's independent, that is not focused in just one of those areas, we think can bring a tremendous value. Um, There are a couple of other pieces of advice that I would give to our listeners um, as far as trying to just figure out the confusion of our industry. The second one is two uh, very broad areas uh, that that people focus in our industry is either an investment manager or a comprehensive financial planner. 
And the reason I bring that up is because there's certainly value in both of those professions. The challenge is there are a lot of people in the money management world that talk about financial planning type items, but they don't really work on them. And so we've had a lot of people hire us. And when we talk about comprehensive planning, they've often said, that's what I thought I was going to get before. And so it's just really good to dig into that. If someone says they're going to do comprehensive financial planning, dig into that and find out what type of work they actually do. The third area area that I would mention is the separation between an accumulation planner and a retirement planner. And of course, uh, Jen, you know, we talk about retirement and the ins and outs of that Mm -hmm. every time we talk. And that's what we love to do. But for someone who is 10 to 20 years before retirement or younger than that, um, they need an accumulation person. They need someone who's focused on growing that money as fast as possible. And that's a different expertise. And um, it's a good expertise to have. Uh, But when you are very young, Uh, our expertise probably doesn't make any sense for you. And then also when you get close to retirement or you're in retirement, you don't want to be focusing with somebody who's just trying to accumulate the most money because that's really, for most people, that's not their goal anymore. So it's figuring out, it takes a little bit of legwork, but it's figuring out someone, a, a financial professional, what their beliefs are, what they focus on, and making sure that their skills match what you're trying to accomplish. Pat, how do you know if you're a good fit when you're meeting with a potential new client? And how do you know if what you do and how you do things is going to match what they need? Yeah, that's a great question, Jen, because it's one of those things where we know we're not perfect for everybody. So part of the reason we do we offer a five-step retirement review at, at no cost and no obligation is because we don't assume that we can help everybody. So uh, it would be inappropriate in our eyes to charge a fee for the first meeting because we just don't know, you know, kind of where you stand and and if we would be a good fit for each other. Uh, And we also know that in addition to not being able to help everyone, we also know we're not the best fit for everyone. And part of that is the uh, services we offer. It's also our beliefs. And one of the things I love about this show is we get the opportunity, uh, Jen, for you and I to talk about what those are. And so if someone comes in and they have a strong disagreement with our philosophical beliefs about retirement, then that's okay. We're not going to get into a fist fight, right? <laughs> uh, but it's an opportunity for us to part on a friendly terms and um, they can find someone else who has that belief. If you believe that when you, if you retire at 65 and you want to have your entire nest egg, in the stock market and to create income off of that and just hope that the market doesn't fall, that goes against our beliefs. Uh, We don't think that's the right thing to do. It doesn't mean you can't have money in the market, but we don't want all of it there and trying to create your income. That's an example. Um, If you believe that you can get a 15% a year return on your investments over time, uh, I've never seen that to be done. In fact, uh, most of the averages that get thrown around, most people don't earn even the averages. So that's not something we're going to promise somebody. um, And we want to be much more conservative because what we want to do is we want our plans to, we want to be able to exceed the plans that we put together. So that's a couple of examples. And the power of the five-step retirement review is it's an opportunity for us to get to know you and try and figure out if we're a good match. And it also, of course, is an opportunity for you to do the same thing. Uh, We wouldn't want anyone to hire us unless we really felt like there was a personality connection and there was a philosophical connection. Um, if, If you are thinking about retirement and if you're wondering um, do I have enough to retire are you wondering will my money last are you wondering you know when you'll be able to retire and are you wondering will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me those are the types of things that our clients are wondering and they're trying to figure out the answers to those and that's the whole purpose of our retirement review and then if they hire us then we build that custom-built retirement plan if you've ever asked those types of questions call us now at 803-9-RETIRE to take advantage of that five-step retirement review. It's available at no cost and no no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000. So again, call 803-9-RETIRE and mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show to get on our schedules in the next couple of weeks. Once again, 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. That number is 803-9-RETIRE. Or if you want to hear the numbers as you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473. One more time, 803 973 
800-800-8473. So, Pat, can you talk about the key pieces of the plans you help people create? I know they're all going to be unique based on what that person needs, but the same structural pieces are, are there for just about everyone. Can you talk about those? So we, we call it the five-step retirement review because we believe there are five categories um, that generally uh, people need to have a plan for in retirement. And um, maybe in some of those areas, you've got some pieces pulled together. Maybe you have a comprehensive plan in one or two of those areas, but it's very rare for someone to have all of it planned already. Uh, and the second piece of that that we want to have is we want to have a cohesive plan amongst those five. So I, I love the visual of just kind of thinking of those as puzzle pieces. So they all kind of fit together. So uh, we always say, first and foremost, the building block of that um, retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. So having an idea of when you'll retire, and of course, you don't have to know exactly, uh, but we want to have a time frame to plan for um, what are the things you want to do in retirement? What's that going to cost? And then um, where's that money going to come from? Um, do you have Social Security benefits like most families? Um, how do we plan for those? How do we make the most of those for you? Do you have pension benefits? If so, same thing. How do we make the most of that? Um, you're usually going to have options. And then uh, for most people these days, that's not going to be enough. So you have some type of nest egg um, that you need to create income off of. So that plan is going to help you see where all those things are going to come from. Um, that links perfectly to your investment plan. Um, most people have something saved for retirement as they get close to retirement because they don't have enough in Social Security benefits. So we want to help you with that income plan. And depending on where you are at in life, um, if you are uh, further from retirement, maybe you want to be a little more aggressive. But if you're at retirement or in retirement, now you are focused usually more on income and preservation. You'd love to have growth, but it's not your primary goal. Um, as we're talking about generating your income off your nest egg, taxes certainly come into play. Um, we believe that you really want to have a proactive um, tax plan. Um, a couple things that most of our clients are looking to do is one is just trying to help you stay from moving into the next tax bracket. There's a big jump from the 12% bracket to the 22% bracket in today's rules. So that's almost double. Uh, man, if you could stay in the 12% federal tax bracket throughout retirement, most people's eyes light up when they hear that. Yeah. Uh, that's an exciting possibility. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then the other thing is, uh, what about long-term tax planning? Do you have a lot of money in IRAs or 401ks? What would be the most tax-efficient way for us to get that money out of those accounts into something like a Roth IRA or something else that would be lower tax? So that's the first three. Uh, the last two are more defensive. We talked about your estate plan earlier. Do you have legal documents in place? Do you have your beneficiaries in order? Um, if you're married, uh, if something happens to one of you, is your spouse going to be okay? We need to make sure that we have that plan in place and in order. And then the fifth area is your health care and insurance plan. And Jen, we talk about this on a lot of shows. We haven't had time today. Uh, but the projections of what the average couple is going to spend on health care and retirement is mind-boggling, hundreds mm -hmm. of thousands of dollars. So how do we minimize the risk and the cost of that out-of-pocket for uh, our clients? And how do we have a plan for that and make sure they're ready for it and they're not surprised? We want to give you peace of mind so you're not worrying about, am I going to have enough money to retire and will my money last? We want to give you that comfort to know that you're going to be okay. And to have that, you got to have those five areas taken care of. So once again, if you don't have those five areas planned out, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. If that's the case, give us a call right now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number. It's 803-973-8473. Or an easy way to remember that, as Pat just shared, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week. You'll hear more insights from Pat then. I'm Jen Rizak. We're so glad you spent some time with us here today. And we hope you have a great week. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. 
both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialists is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.